0: Greetings and welcome to Unsupervised Learning. I'm Daniel Meisler, and I spend between 5 and 20 hours a week consuming articles, books, and podcasts looking for the most interesting ideas around security, technology, and how they interact with us as humans. The idea is content discovery and exploration. Each episode is either a curated summary of what I've found in the past week, or a standalone essay that hopefully gives you something to think about. All right, welcome to another episode of Unsupervised Learning. This is episode number 163. Starting off with security news, uh, first link here is my takeaways from Enigma 2019, which is one of my two favorite conferences in the world. Got a full write-up of uh, what happened last week, uh, my favorite talks, why I really like the conference, and why I think you should try to go next year. It's in uh, January of 2020, it's in San Francisco next year. The US has charged Huawei with stealing trade secrets, money laundering, and fraud. This escalates the already tense situation with China on a number of fronts. An engineer here does a Twitter thread on AI created videos on YouTube. He describes how they're created, promoted, and selected for display in the recommendation bar on the right inside of YouTube. It's a fascinating read. I love these Twitter threads where it's, uh, you know, there's a main point at the top and then the person goes on for, you know, five or 10 or sometimes 20 different uh, related tweets underneath. And uh, I think it's just a really interesting way of kind of making a point. It's like a mini book or a a blog post or an essay um, in Twitter form which would not be possible by the way, if we only had 120 characters. So I I think, uh, the switch to the larger format was, was good. This is a video of thieves scanning a BMW key fob through the wall of the owner's house and then driving away in their car. It could be that proximity based security devices might need a trigger event like holding, uh, you know, a button on, on the device or something from the owner before becoming active, uh, similar to like the way we do it with mobile payments. Facebook has removed 783 groups, pages and accounts for engaging in coordinated inauthentic behavior tied to Iran. Much of it looked related to promoting Iran's view of the world regard regarding worldwide political situations. So it didn't look like it was the same as the Russian stuff to like create discord within the U S but still propaganda on on a platform. So uh, congrats to Facebook for getting aggressive about this stuff. The uh, Washington post says that Americans received 26.3 billion spam calls in 2018, which is up almost 50% from 2017. There's a new protocol called stir slash shaken, which I think that's just a great name of a security protocol shaken, shaken stirred stir slash shaken. It's a protocol for authenticating phone calls in order to fight the problem, which uses certificate based PKI for the validation. Um, basically in conjunction with the phone carriers. So the major players like Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, and Sprint, they're all looking to implement this soon. And uh, I I think that's going to be awesome. San Francisco could be the first city to ban government use of facial recognition. It's strange to me how similar in politics that San Francisco is to London, but how different their views are on facial recognition. So in London and the UK in general, they're super, super liberal, but there's facial recognition everywhere. It's all government sponsored. Whereas in San Francisco, super, super liberal, super, super tech focused. But San Francisco wants to be the first city to ban government use of facial recognition. So interesting difference there. A Dutch researcher found a common Kremlin backdoor account on thousands thousands of MongoDB instances facing the internet in Russia. The account was evidently required by the Kremlin to do financial business in the country. So the Kremlin basically said, you're going to do financial business. You have to have this backdoor on your database so that we can get access. I think this is right. Um, but then this researcher went and looked at, you know, a bunch of places in Russia for MongoDB and found this user account on there and they're all just publicly facing. So pretty crazy what you could do with um, a port scanner. Fascinating story here about a number of former NSA employees that were working for the United Arab Emirates who eventually got uncomfortable when they realized what exactly they were being asked to do. They were essentially being asked to spy on various enemies of the UAE, including some American interests. This highlights a major problem to me where you have top intelligence community talent that often isn't rewarded or respected enough. And this is combined with large amounts of money from unethical sources. And when these two things find each other, we should expect really bad things to happen. This doesn't happen with machine learning experts because they get high status and pay, um, in jobs almost immediately, right? We need to track these people the same as uh, with high level IC skills, right? If you, you have intelligence skills similar to machine learning skills, like this is something we should be tracking and saying, okay, where is this resource going? Do we have brain drain happening? And uh, we want to make sure that they're being take up, taken care of here, right, in the US or at least in the West and not being poached by people who use them against us and against the rest of the world. Family tree DNA is sharing its data sets with the FBI. This should surprise no one, but I'm sure it will. This is why it's so important to threat model in life, right? You have to know what you're worried about and make decisions accordingly. If you're worried about sharing your genetic information or someone having your genetic genetic information. You, you need to ask the question, why are you worried about about that? And I'm not saying you shouldn't be. I'm saying you should have a good reason why. Is it because you don't want someone to build like a targeted, directed uh, weapon that, that hits only your DNA or the DNA of people like you? Um, is it because you don't want insurance companies to have your information and then charge you more or less information? Again, I'm not saying what's right or wrong here. I'm saying have a threat model. Otherwise, you're basing all of your decisions on emotion alone. A digital currency exchange loses $137 million, and I think it actually might be more, when its founder dies with, without having shared his passwords to the wallets. Advisories, Google Chrome, Apple FaceTime, Adobe Acrobat, and breaches. House, which is like, I believe it's, I can't remember what that service was. It was some kind of like house discovery thing. And then Huddle House as well also had a breach. Technology news, GameStop is in big trouble. They're having trouble selling their own company and their stock is suffering for it. Amazon received more than double its number of job applications after it raised the minimum wage to $15 an hour. And China is creating official esports jobs titles for players and managers. Human News China is doing a stimulus package for recent university graduates and low income workers, basically giving them tax breaks for starting new businesses. And this is part of a larger effort to address their economic slowdown. San Francisco has more drug addicts than people enrolled in public school. That's a crazy stat. Fortnite ran a whole marshmallow concert in game. I've seen some of the videos and they're pretty crazy. We found a new galaxy relatively close to us. It's a very small dwarf galaxy, I think around 3,000 light years across, which evidently is small somehow. And uh, it's about 30 million light years away from the Milky Way. Ideas, trends, and analysis. China is establishing a presence in multiple places in Africa. And there have been constant reports of segregation, outright racism, and general hatred of the local Africans. The story records, it's got a video here, and it's in New York Times as well. <clears throat> it's a pretty good story. The, it records a Chinese guy who's a, some sort of boss there. I, I don't know what he's the boss of. But he's telling his Kenyan employee that Kenyans are basically monkeys. It's well known that many Chinese are extremely racist towards non-whites and non-Chinese and that this is especially bad towards black people. But this was incredible to watch. The interesting thing about this is that China can do this in Africa and basically nobody can say anything. The countries themselves can't really kick them out because they need their investment money. And Europe and the U.S. can't offer them, you know, more, I guess, clean alternatives because of our justified colonialist shame. So China will continue to expand in Africa unchallenged, harvesting its resources and disrespecting its people while doing so. It's pretty gross. We had a similar scare with Photoshop that we're now having with deep The argument with Photoshop was that you wouldn't be able to tell reality from fantasy and it kind of turned out okay. I think, <clears throat> I think this is an interesting comparison, but it's, I'm not sure it means that we're exactly safe. Uh, back there was a lot back then. There was a lot more independent thought, um, less belief in conspiracy theories, no social media. So, so I think the chance of a good deepfake getting magnified in upcoming years is fairly high. And I think audio deepfakes are also going to be an issue. <clears throat> it's not so much the technology. It's the lack of scrutiny from the population and the amplification through technology that, that's really making the difference. AI, AI might further help rich people regarding medicine by passing over poor people for organ transplants because they're less likely to be compliant. So basically if AI looks at, <clears throat> basically judges whether or not you should get a, uh, an organ based on whether or not you're going to be compliant and it's going to be successful operation years down the road, And it takes into account different things about, you know, lifestyle and, you know, income. And it basically says, okay, if you have this income, you're not going to be compliant for whatever reason. Then suddenly the people who are going to be getting them are going to be rich people. And now you have this discrimination happening at the hands of AI for maybe a justifiable reason, right? But still not an outcome that we're looking for. So it's going to be interesting to see how AI interacts with uh, real-world outcomes in this way. Weather forecasts are now remarkably accurate. A five-day forecast is now as accurate as a one-day forecast in 1980. And forecasts can be useful up to 10 days in the future. Discovery this week. The definition of a purple team. Winners and losers in the age of Amazon. This thing is by Scott Galloway. It's absolutely fantastic. You want to check it out. Big O Notation Explained. This is something I wrote this weekend. It's, in my opinion, the best explanation, clear, simple explanation of Big O Notation out there. The Need for Abusability Testing. This is a really cool uh, idea and talk that I saw at Enigma. You should definitely read this article about it. Billionaire Morning Routines. Watch a single cell become an organism in a six-minute time-lapse. Analyzing a new stealer written in Golang. And Interlace, a tool for multi-threading single commands during pen testing and security research. Basically allows you to do curls and all sorts of other things uh, in a way that seems like it's multi-threaded. Notes this week, I'm gathering feedback from readers on the newsletter. Topics include length, content, style, etc. Would definitely love if you could provide your feedback. So you can do that through this link in the newsletter. Currently reading this will make you smarter. <clears throat> I'm also reading the master switch and up next to read uh, industry of anonymity and the daily stoic. If you could do me a favor and go rate this podcast on iTunes, I would really appreciate it. And, uh, if you run homebrew on your Mac, you want to run brew update because version two just came out and recommendations this week, this, uh, unbelievable analysis of the current competitive marketplace with respect to Amazon. Again, it's by this guy named Scott Galloway, who teaches at NYU and he's got a great presentation style and he just breaks down like all the different ways. Like Amazon is crushing people. It's super interesting And he's got a really cool style of presenting. And the aphorism for this week. There are only two mistakes one can make along the road to truth. Not going all the way and not starting. There are only two mistakes one can make along the road to truth. Not going all the way and not starting. Buddha. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode of Unsupervised Learning. And don't forget, you can also get the show, including all the links to the things I mentioned, in text form by signing up for the email newsletter at danielmeisler.com newsletter, or via the blog post for each episode. I'll see you next time.